Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 86, The Morning Routine, How to Set Yourself Up for a Great Day Every Day. Welcome, everyone, to this wonderful day. My name is Brian Holmes, and you have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams, activating destinies, and changing nations. Well, it's going to be an awesome program today. We're going to be talking about the power and the leverage that you gain by having a purposeful morning routine. We're going to look at how in this routine you can feed your spirit, your soul, and your body so that you're ready to perform at your full potential every day. Let's get started, everybody. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I trust that you are having a wonderful, wonderful week. And as this is released on a Friday, I'm sure you're looking forward to your weekend. And man, oh man, so many wonderful things happening here at brianholmes.com and in my world, and I trust that in your world, you are experiencing just tremendous blessing and grace and wonderful things taking place in your business and your family and your relationships and in that which you have been created to do. Well, for several years now, I've been hearing people that I highly respect talk about the importance of having a morning routine. And, you know, To be very honest, I've not really considered it that much. In fact, in some cases, I've dismissed it. I've just been a little bit flippant about it. But in the recent years, maybe, recent number of months, I've discovered that there may be some truth to it. Now, for a long time, I thought, hey, you just wake up, you get up, you get ready, and then you just throw yourself into the 147 things that you've got to accomplish that day. And as Dr. Phil McGraw would say, how's that working for you? Well, in my case, it wasn't working at all. And the truth is, it wasn't working for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons, I believe, is that we are designed to work, yes. We are designed to do things, yes. And we are designed, I believe, to pour ourselves out, to give out of our essence. But that only works for as long as we are also being fed or poured into or filling ourselves up. Our total person must be full in order to give. In other words, I cannot give what I myself do not have. And you see, when you give and give and give and you never are being refueled, then you wind up operating in deficit. And that usually results in unwanted outcomes and sometimes even real catastrophes. So how can we ensure that we're fueled up? How can we ensure that we're ready to be poured out How can we position ourselves every single day with a powerful advantage over most people? And how can we set ourselves up for spiritual well-being, emotional strength and fortitude, mental clarity, vision, the right attitude, so that we can make real progress every single day? Well, in this episode, I'm going to share with you one of the very powerful ways that I believe we can go about doing this, and that is the morning routine. (music) 
Eben Pagan, who you can find at ebenpagan.com, said this. Your first ritual that you do during the day is the highest leveraged ritual by far because it has the effect of setting your mind and setting the context for the rest of your day. I believe that is so true and so accurate. So how you begin your day literally dictates the way that your entire day happens to go. For me, while for many, many years I did not have an intentional or a conscious morning routine, I did have a routine. But my routine was not leveraging my potential. My routine was not setting a positive trajectory for success for that particular day. I'd get up every morning. I'd, I'd use the bathroom, which I'm pretty sure that's okay to do. I'd, I'd make my cup of coffee. I'd go into my study. I'd open the computer up. I'd start banging through emails and checking the news and surfing the web and piddling around the house. And eventually I'd get showered and dressed for the day and head off to the office. I was in a very structured routine, but it was not an intentional or productive one. This routine was not predetermined, nor was it strategically aligned in any way with my purpose. It was not contributing to my calling or my goals. It certainly wasn't helping me to serve and tend to what matters most. But my routine was my routine. And I would suggest that you have a routine. Oh, yeah, you do. I bet you you start with the soap in the same hand every day and you go to the same part of your body to begin your bath routine. We all have routines, but sometimes we have to become conscious of what the routine is, break that routine down, and be more intentional and strategic about putting a routine in place that's going to be productive and help us to become more of what God has created us to be and, and given us the potential to become. So let's talk about this whole routine thing. Let's talk about, in fact, I want to I take a little rabbit trail here for a moment and talk about why it's important to have a holistic approach to the morning routine. What do you mean, Brian, a holistic approach? Well, let me just reference, if I may, one of the scriptures that I talk about very often in my practice. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming or the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what I want to just point to in this passage here is that you are a whole person, but you are three distinct parts. You are spirit, you are soul, and you are body. Therefore, wisdom dictates that if I'm going to invest time every day in me, if I'm going to take time to be poured into, to actually uh, build myself up in areas that will make me better at what it is I'm here to do, then I should see to it that I'm feeding my spirit and my soul and my body. I want to feed my spiritual needs. I want to feed my emotional needs, and I want to feed my physical needs. So what does that look like? Well, let me just give you some examples from my own world. And again, I would tell you up front, I've not mastered this, but man, the last several months, I have really gotten into a zone and I'm, I'm emerging now as a person who has discipline, routine, and, 
I'm finding that my productivity, my energy levels, all those things are just doing so amazing because I'm finding my my zone. And so here's kind of what I'm doing. I, every day I wake up and I decide, number one, let me emphasize this. Every day I wake up and I decide that I'm going to start my day by practicing the discipline of filling up. That means every single day when I open my eyes and I'm laying in bed before I roll out, I am, I am intentionally disciplining my mind to say, today I'm going to start this day by following the routine that I've set. I'm going to get filled up. I'm going to get strengthened. I'm going to be exercising all parts of me so that I can be the best me I can be today. I literally go there in my mind. And every day I have framed about one and a half to two hours, the first one and a half to two hours of my day to set myself up for total success and total productivity that day. You say, you think, Brian, one and a half to two hours, are you kidding me? I have a job. I've got to get to a place. i got to take kids to school. i got to make lunches. i got to iron clothes. i got to, got to, got to, got to, got to. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, now, there are some things that you are doing in the mornings that's sucking your life dry that you could be doing the night before to prepare for your next day. You say, oops, yes, oops, that's right. Sometimes the things that we are are scrambling to quote-unquote get done in the mornings, we could actually have planned better and prepared better and set ourselves up for success in a more effective way by doing some things the evening or the day before to make sure that in the morning I can focus on what matters most. But for me, it's the first one and a half hours to two hours every single day that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest in me. What does that look like? Well, we're talking about spirit, soul, and body. So let's just talk about spirit. For me, that routine includes time focused on God. Well, that's real general. No, I literally want to have a moment-by-moment God consciousness. This is just me. If you're not a believer, just skip through this part or just brush over it, whatever. But for me... I want to have an absolute awareness that, man, there is a God. He knows me. He loves me. He's got great plans for my life. And I want to, to train my mind and my spirit man to be connected to the one that I am born into and born out of. I, For me, this, this feeding the spirit involves time in the word of God, which is the Bible. And you think, man, are you a Bible-thumping guy? I promise you, I don't ever thump the Bible, ever, 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 ever. In fact, uh, I have found ways to, to allow the, the Scripture, the Word of God, the words of life to, be, to penetrate my mind and my spirit. And I, For example, there's a great program that I use. I have an app on my phone. I have it on my iPad, and I also access it on the computer, Daily Audio Bible. You can find that at dailyaudiobible.com. You can find the app on the iTunes store and wherever else you get your apps. But they're, they're everywhere. Android has them. iTunes has them. It's all there. But that's the way that I consume the Word. I, I listen. I, I do a daily audio Bible program, meaning in one year's time, I go through the entire Scripture. So I take about 15, 20 minutes, and I listen to that day's reading of passages in the Old Testament, the New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs. It's a great way for me to, to absorb the Spirit in the Word. I do some devotions. By that, I mean structured devotions, things that are written. Uh, Jesus Calling is one of those. 
uh, hearing the vo- or listening to the Father's voice is one by Oz Hillman, and there are others by uh, Andrew Womack and different ones that I move from time to time back and forth to, but things that feed my spirit. I spend time in prayer, and I want to tell you that prayer for me is not, oh, God, Father in heaven, thou knowest my greatest needest and all that nonsense. No, 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 no. I don't do all of that. Prayer is very simply communion with God. It's just time where I sit in my chair, I I talk to him just like I'm talking to you. I say, man, Father, it's great to, to be with you again today. It's just I just I just know that you have my best interest at heart, and, and I want you to know that I love you, and I appreciate the the fact that you love me, and you you have accepted me, and I just talk to him just like man, we're having a conversation. And you know what's cool is that he actually talks back, which leads me to another part of of my discipline in this area of feeding my spirit. I take time to listen to what my Father in heaven is saying to me. We've talked about this on the program. I I believe that that God wants to lead us, give us direction, download ideas, and help us to actually navigate life and navigate our calling. And the greatest advice, quote-unquote, and I use that term loosely, or the greatest counsel, the greatest input you could ever receive is from the one who's already planned your future for you anyway. Yes. So I tune in to my Father in heaven. I want to be in his word. I want to devote myself and and engage in readings and things that I listen to that feed my spirit, prayer, communion, communication with, conversation with God, and listening to his voice. Those things feed my spiritual being. They build my confidence. They build my faith. They, They enhance my awareness that I do have a loving heavenly father that fully accepts me, fully approves of me, and he is my greatest fan. And oh, by the way, he has great plans for my day and for my life. Let's talk about the soul, feeding the soul. Every morning, my routine involves a number of things, really two or three categories of things. Uh, basically, let's begin with this. Feeding the soul is feeding the emotional state. It's feeding your heart. It's feeding your mind. And it's it's nurturing your thoughts. And so for me, uh, that looks like, you know, really working at and and meditating on my beliefs. What do I believe is possible today? What what do I genuinely believe at a heart level I can accomplish and do and see and and experience today in today? What does today look like? What do I believe about what God believes about me and my day and my accomplishments? If I'm going to have meetings today, what do I believe as it relates to my competency and my ability to walk into that arena and do the very best job that I can? I spend time during this part of my my morning uh, working through affirmations. These are positive confessions. These are speaking of future events, future states, future realities as if they're already present today. I'm literally speaking the truth about what I know about my future. I am blessed. I am favored and, and I am successful. And I have launched a powerful strategic living institute and many people come to my door and they want to receive from the wisdom and the input and the counsel that I am giving. I mean, I, I throw these things. You say, that sounds arrogant. No, it doesn't. Not if it aligns itself with what God knows to be true about you. You are affirming, you're agreeing with heaven concerning your life. 
I literally take time in this part of my my day, my morning routine, to envision my day. You say, oh boy, here we go, that spooky, uh, weird kind of new age stuff. Let me tell you what. Uh, You need to read your Bible because the Bible is very clear that we are to literally, look, without vision, people perish. If you're not envisioning your day, your month, your year, your years to come, you're not even being scriptural. You're perishing if you don't have a forward vision for your life. So I just simply take time to see the future the way that I believe my future is going to be. I picture my goals as already having been achieved. I I visualize them, I look at them, I believe them to be true, and I speak in terms of they already having been accomplished. Another part of this soul and emotional thing is practicing the habit of gratefulness. This is a big one. I know some people that actually lay in bed their first 10 minutes of the day and actually spend their first 10 or 15 minutes just of of awake being thankful, going through a mental list or even out loud saying, I'm really thankful for this person. So who am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? I'm I'm so grateful that my children are healthy and strong and that that they're they're good kids. They they have good heads on their shoulders and they they're doing well in life and they're getting good grades in school. I'm so thankful that my kids lead others and they have a, a heart for missions or heart for the underprivileged. I'm so grateful that that my parent is still with me, that my mom is still with me. I'm glad she's alive and I can spend time with her. Just I'm grateful for a roof over my head, for a car to drive to and from where I need to be. I'm grateful for the financial blessing that God's given in my life. I mean, boy, the list. You could spend five hours if you really took time just to be grateful. Another thing that I often do is I think about who can I call or who can I meet with and just in that time together express to them, I want you to know I'm really grateful for you. Practicing the habit of gratefulness and thankfulness is such a powerful, powerful tool in feeding the soul. And I personally make it a part of my morning routine. One more thing that I do in this area of the soul, the emotions, the mind, is I I take time every single morning to read books, to listen to audio programs, or to feed my mind with something that challenges me as it relates to my profession, my work, my calling, my gifts. Uh, Maybe it's an area in my life that I want to improve in, but this is learning and personal development time. Okay, now I personally do a lot of my reading with audible.com. This is a audio book company where you can actually listen to books. And just a little clue here, I do a lot of my reading while I'm exercising, which we'll talk about more in a moment. Uh, just just this week, in, in fact, I'm recording this episode actually toward the end of a week, but just this week I've been reading a new book called Take the Stairs by Rory Vaden. And by the way, strongly recommend the book. There'll be a link to it in our show notes. Uh, what a powerful, powerful book. And this book is is really opening my mind and I'm getting ideas and I'm seeing areas that I can be better in and I'm I'm learning tools and techniques where I can actually improve in certain areas of my life. This is a reading books, whether audible or whether uh, whether it's sitting down with a, a physical book or on your Kindle, reading books or listening to audio programs can change your life. And listen, I, I, another one, I just finished this one before I started uh, doing Take the Stairs. There's an audio program that I, I purchased. I believe I might have gotten this through Audible, but it's a Nightingale Conant uh, uh, program by Lou Tice, who I personally knew when he was alive. 
called Mastering the Attitude of Achievement. Man, I went back and listened to that this week, and it just rocked my world. So feed your mind, okay? You are only going to go as far as you feed your emotional, mental, and your knowledge base. You must take time to feed your mind. So we've talked about the spirit. We've talked about the soul. Now let's talk about physical. Now I want to just disclose to you, in case you were completely misled, I am not the most amazing physical specimen on the planet. <laughs> I know that's a shock to you. I know it is because, uh, you know, Photoshop does wonders for my banner on my website. Uh, nor do I profess to be necessarily the most healthy or fit person uh, in, in my world, okay? But here's what I know. I do know that how we start our day as it relates to our physical body affects the way that our body performs for us all day. Getting your body moving in the morning increases blood flow, releases endorphins, it gets your mind working and increases metabolism. It actually supercharges your brain cells, which means more creativity, more clarity, more focus, more drive, more energy. Getting your body moving first thing in the morning actually it's like it's like a shot in the arm that nothing else you can exercise late in the day and I don't I don't disagree with doing that. There's something about getting your body moving in the morning that absolutely shifts everything for your whole day. So every morning personally, this is what I do. I get up every morning and uh just by way of disclosure, I typically go to the bathroom first and do my business there, but then I make my way straight into our kitchen. And I start my day by drinking 24 ounces of Kangen ionized 9.5 pH water. You think, what in the heck is that? Well, I'm going to do a whole show on ionized water, I think, at some point. Because I think you need to know that not all water is created equal. And if you drink bottled water, and that's great, drink lots of water. Water is the life source of all life sources. But not all water is equal. And we, have, we invested years ago in a great machine that actually... Uh, restructures the water. It actually makes the water tremendously alkaline for our body. It ionizes it. It supercharges it and allows it to be much more absorbable. It, our body is able to absorb it and utilize the hydration just on a different level. But every day I start my day by drinking 24 ounces of water. And then uh, at least five, usually six or seven days a week, as soon as I get done drinking my water, I'm out the door. That's right. I head out my front door. I throw on my headphones. I plug in something. I'm listening to a book, listening to a podcast, listening to something. And I head out the door and, and spend 45 minutes to an hour walking. And I mean walking at a nice pace, not just a leisurely walk. I want to get my blood flowing. I want to get my heart rate up. I want to get I want to get my, my physical body. I, I want to notify every part of me today. Today is the day I'm going to be active. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to get this thing going. Now, when I get back from my walk, I cool down. I typically will have a, a protein or breakfast shake of some kind to get some protein in me, some nutrients in me right away in the morning. I'll, I'll take my morning supplements, and in doing so, I'm typically throwing back another 24-ounce uh, glass of water. Now, since I've been doing this, this, this physical part, and again, I'm not working out with weights right now. I'm not doing push-ups, sit-ups, none of that. I'm just, I started where I could start. I knew when I made up my mind, I will walk every day. I can walk every day. I will walk every day. I, I knew I could do that. And so I encourage you, start where you can. 
Maybe you're like me. You don't really care about, you know, jumping in the car, driving 20 minutes, going to the gym, doing the gym thing with 85,000 other sweaty people and coming home and, and just doing it. No, that's that's great for so many people. And I, 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 I applaud it. But for me, just not my thing. But I'm doing right now what I know I can do. And since I've been doing this the last several months, my energy levels have exploded. My mind has been incredibly clear. I don't, I don't have this afternoon stupor where I, I just dive off energy-wise. My attitude is positive, and my attitude is forward, and I'm always looking uh, at what can be done, not, oh, my gosh, do I have to do it. I'm telling you, spirit, soul, and body, a morning routine. And can I tell you what I'm describing to you the entire thing, my time in devotion and prayer and, and scripture and, and all that, my time reading a book or feeding my mind, my time exercising, all of that takes place usually in the first hour to hour and 15 minutes of my day. You say, well, you said you give yourself an hour and a half to two hours. I do because when I get back, I want to cool down. I want to relax. I want to just listen to some easy music and just sort of gear my mind because the last 15, 20 minutes of that process, my routine, is that I sit down and I I look at, okay, now that I've envisioned my day, here are the things that I want to accomplish, and I list those out, and those are my priorities and my tasks for that day. Those are the, the things that matter most. It's clarity. It's clarity. This is my routine. So I want to give you a few things here to consider. If you want to form a morning routine, it doesn't have to be like mine. I want you to do what works for you, okay? But it, I do encourage you, it must address spirit and soul and body. It needs to address all three areas, all three. But as you're moving into this new venture of, of creating this habit, this routine, there are several things I want you to consider that I think will help you. All right, so number one, Start your day the night before. What do you mean? Go to bed earlier. Now, listen, I'm a night owl. That's, that's how I've always lived my life. And I would stay up till midnight, one, two, just piddling. Not anything real productive, just piddling, doing stuff that really was not essential at all. But I, I've learned now I'm going to be in bed pretty much by 10 p.m., head on the pillow, lights out, asleep, 10 p.m., just about every night, 10.30 the latest, some nights 9.30. Because now I am doing the next thing, which is, well, let me back up here. Get a good night's sleep. Have a plan for your morning, which means before you go to bed at night, go ahead and list out, this is what my routine is going to be tomorrow morning. Boom, 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 boom. Just, just a little quick bullet point so you have something, a track to run on, basically. And also, I would encourage you to decide on a special place where you can have uninterrupted focus, whether it's a study, your living area, some place where the kids aren't going to mess with you, where you're not going to have a bunch of phone calls or your computer won't be close enough where you're going to have the temptation to jump on your emails. None of that. None of that. But find a place. And hey, another thing, set your clothes out. If you're going to work out or go walking, running, Set your clothes out the night before, but start your day. Number one is start your day the night before. Number two, start early. Now, I said a while ago that I go to sleep earlier. Why? Because I'm going to get up earlier. All right? I'm not going to sit here and, and have a, a monologue with you concerning how many hours 
is adequate sleep. You know that for your body. Everybody's different. But give yourself adequate time to complete your new routine without pressure. In other words, you don't want to start a new routine and only have a half an hour to get it all done in because you're not going to do it justice. So get up. If you need to get up an hour earlier to get this new habit formed, this new routine in place, get up an hour earlier, which may mean you have to go to bed an hour earlier the night before. It's really simple math, but start early. Number three, stay on plan. This requires, one, that you have a plan, you have a structure, you have a list or a discipline, and it requires that you're going to have to to probably work at it for a while. It's going to feel awkward when you first start this new routine, okay? New routines are awkward. (laughs) They don't feel right, I promise you, but it will become very right the longer you do it. Stay with it. Stay on plan. Number four, employ the support of loved ones and friends. Now, number one in this area here, let a few trusted people know, man, this is the commitment that I'm making to myself. This is the plan. This is how I'm going to go about forming this new morning routine. And I want you to help me be accountable. So let them know what the plan is. Ask them to keep you accountable and ask them to help you avoid distractions and interruptions, especially family, okay? Because here's the piece. If, if your kids are accustomed to you just kind of being available to, hey, daddy, daddy, I need help with my tennis shoes. Daddy, daddy, I need to. No, you got to let them know, guys, new day. Okay, I'm going to get up earlier so I can be available to you and it's time to be available to you. But if dad's still involved in his routine, give me a few minutes. Don't interrupt me. Okay, help them know what to expect. Help them to help you as you are avoiding distractions, avoiding interruptions and being accountable to this new plan. The last thing I want to instruct you on or give you uh, just some input on here is you can mix and match, okay? I mentioned a while ago that I do most of my reading, that is my audio programs or my audible.com books, I do most of my reading while I'm exercising. So you can actually double up on a couple of things. You can actually overlap some stuff. You know, maybe if you're doing the uh, dailyaudiobible.com, maybe you can take that 15, 20 minutes of daily audio Bible and make that a part of your time while you're walking or running or exercising. Mix and match. It's okay to do that. Here's my my strong suggestion to you on that. Uh, if while you are walking or running, you cannot be focused on what's being said on the, the audio CD or the MP3 or the audio program, if running or walking or exercising keeps you distracted and, and unavailable as it relates to your mind being focused on the content, I would recommend you not mixing and max, matching. But if you, like me, can can walk and, and discipline yourself to focus and listen, then I, I'm telling you a great idea is to mix and match these and kind of do a twofer, okay? So I'm going to close with a few things here. A purposeful morning routine will set you up for a powerful, positive, and very productive day. A purposeful morning routine will set you up for a powerful, positive, and very productive day. Also, I want you to, to remember this out of all this. If you're going to have a morning routine, make sure it addresses spirit and soul and body. Your spirit man needs to be fed. Your soul, your mind, your beliefs, your mental attitudes need to be fed. Your body needs to be taken care of. Find out what works for you and do the work necessary 
to make the morning routine your lifestyle. Well, you can find all the links and the info from this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 086. And we would love to hear from you. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. In fact, Facebook is where we do most of our day-to-day engagement. We encourage you to find us there and engage with us there. I got a couple of exciting announcements, one in particular here. In the month of July, we're launching a brand new chapter in the, the history of Strategic Living Institute. We are launching a monthly seminar series here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Now, I know that if you're not local, you're saying, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Well, maybe you can come to some of them along the way, but we'll be making them available online as well. But listen, be a part of this. Find out more. It's going to be the kind of equipping, the kind of pouring into people that I love to do. Going to be doing it right here in Dallas. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash seminars for more information about that. Also, if you'd like to have us speak at your event, your conference, your leadership uh, forum, whatever it may be, uh, we'd love to help you in that way. Go to brianholmes.com forward slash speaking and find out more about that. Well, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes while you're there. Leave us a review, rate the podcast. That's how we let more and more people know about what's happening here at brianholmes.com. Well, Last thing, if you've not already done so, subscribe to our weekly email updates and uh, keep in touch with what's happening here at the Strategic Living Podcast, brianholmes.com and Strategic Living Institute. God bless you. We love you. We believe in you. Until next time, we'll see you again very soon.